Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about energetic imprints. What are they? Why do they matter? And how do we deal with them? So an energetic imprint This can be something that is left behind after an emotional event happens. So you can get an imprint from a location. So let's say that a very tragic thing happens at a certain location. You can also get imprints from objects. So if there are any objects that have been subject to an intense emotional or mental release... And that can cause an imprint to be on them, which is why sometimes when you see people who buy antiques from antique stores, they'll say like, oh, I brought this into my house and then all of these weird things happen. It's because there was some kind of imprint on it. So it's very common if you buy secondhand jewelry or any kind of antique. And I'm not trying to discourage you from doing that. I'm just letting you know that a lot of times those things will have an energetic imprint on it. And you can also get an energetic imprint from people. So if you're around someone and you have, they have very intense energy and perhaps they're very negative thinking people, their energies can imprint into your energy bodies and they can create thoughts within you. So it's kind of like if you've ever been around somebody who was very negative and you didn't know why, but after you stopped being around that person you felt crabby and you were also now thinking in a very negative way and you felt very drained emotionally it's because that person left an energetic imprint on you and I want to talk about this today because most of you who are listening to me are empaths and I've talked to you before about what that is we're very sensitive to energies which means that imprints will affect us a great deal you can remove imprints with clear intentions, but it may take a little time if you're trying to do this. So I want to talk about the different, I want to break it down to the different types of imprints that you may see. So if we have an imprint from a location, this is like if something major and traumatic happened in that location, for example, let's say that, let's say there was a murder that occurred. Sometimes the imprint of that activity it plays over and over again, like this energetic imprint. And the only way that I really know how to describe this is, I don't know if any of you have ever seen the movie High Spirits. If you have not seen it, it's sort of a quirky, weird movie with Steve Gutenberg, but it explains what I'm talking about in greater detail. In this movie, Steve Gutenberg and his fiance, they go to this hotel for this weekend and weird things start happening at this hotel because it's very haunted. There are all these spirits around. But in one particular scene, there's a scene that keeps playing out every night where a jealous lover goes and murders his uh, his girlfriend. And this is going to sound weird just talking to you right now about this, but go check out this movie. And this keeps happening on a loop over and over again until one evening, Steve Gutenberg, like he sees this happening and he kind of interrupts the pattern. And it's the movie itself is a little bit ridiculous, but that's kind of what I'm talking about. 
These energetic imprints, it feels like past events are being stuck and continuously playing out in these energies in the location. So that's why oftentimes ghost hunters, when they go to places like prisons and where a lot of traumatic events have happened, there are really heavy and strong energies there because what's happening is the emotion of that energy is still stuck because there was an intense release of emotions and of mental energy. And so it imprints in that location. So the imprints have the potential to replay the memories within your energies. And it can leave you feeling kind of disoriented, drained, or agitated when you get in that space. So you're not necessarily going to be like Steve Gutenberg in the movie where you go in and all of a sudden you're witnessing this murder happening over and over again. But when you walk in, you feel the weird energy that's still lingering. And that can even happen in our homes. If you have a fight in your home with your spouse or with your kids, you're leaving an emotional imprint in that area. And so the energy sticks around long after you leave. And that's why when you move into a new home, sometimes you move in and you feel the old weird energy there because it's the imprints from the people who lived there before, which is why it's really important to clear your space all the time. And I'll talk more about that in a little bit. But that's why we go to certain locations where tragic things have happened. Uh, for example, I watched a special on the Queen Mary, and there were a couple of kids who drowned in the pool there. And that particular area of the ship is supposed to, people think it's really haunted. Well, that energetic imprint is still left over there. And again, I talked about how if you purchase items from like a secondhand place, so maybe you go to an estate sale or you go to a flea market or you go to a yard sale and you buy secondhand books or jewelry, those also have the potential of being imprinted because they were probably important to the person who had them and there was an emotional connection. So when you think about it, a lot of times when you go to estate sales, these were things that belong to people who passed away. And so then people in the family go and they sell all of their stuff. Well, their emotional imprint is still connected. And that's also why I remember I had a client one time who came to me and said that she really missed her grandmother. And I said to her, I said, well, do you have a ring of hers? Because she's like showing me this ring and like that she's with you and you connect to it. So many of our relatives have connections to objects when they were here on earth. And that emotional connection to it remains. It's not a bad thing. But if you're buying things that, you know, have come from auctions or flea markets or whatever, you may want to try to cleanse those objects too. I don't usually see it as a bad thing. I don't know. I've never had a bad experience with that, but I know some people say that they have. So if you're buying things that came from somewhere else first, you may want to cleanse the item. And um, we'll talk about how you can do that in a little while. Also, people. People are the biggest things that transfer intense emotional release and they imprint upon us. And the biggest part that is, I think, the biggest problem of being an empath is what happens is we can't seem to determine whether what we're feeling is our own feelings or if it's someone else's. Because anyone we come in contact with, 
if they have high energy and strong emotion, they have the potential to imprint their energy onto us. So again, if they're a very negative person, that gets imprinted on us. And again, I know that I personally have experienced this where I've been around people in my life who are very negative. And it's not just, I mean, obviously, if you're around a negative person, then they're going to drag you down and you might be in a bad mood. But it was more than that. Because generally, you can raise your mood after that. And, you know, after not being around them for a little while, things go back to normal. But sometimes you get around certain people and you don't know why, but you just get in such a bad mood and you cannot get out of it. It just feels like no matter what you do, you feel angry and a bad mood, crabby, whatever, all of the above, whatever feelings you're feeling. Or for me, sometimes if I'm around someone who's particularly anxious, I can feel their anxiety. And it transfers to me starting to feel anxious and I start worrying about things and I don't even know why I'm worrying because I didn't have anything to worry about before I started talking to this person. So if you're an empath, it's a lot easier for you to pick up on this. Many people go through their whole lives and they're not really what we would call awake, which means that they kind of are in a fog. They just get up, they they do the same thing over and over again, and they're kind of just going through the motions of life. And for those people, they probably don't notice as much when people imprint onto them. So other people around you might not understand you when you say, I feel their emotions, because they just aren't paying attention is really what it is, because they're just going through the motions, getting up, living every day the same way. But if you're an empath and you're awake, you know what I'm talking about. You get these feelings from people. And so if you go into a crowd where you know there's going to be a lot of these types of people there, you probably dread it. You're like, oh, and you maybe even attract energy vampires to you. That is very common because if you're a light worker, people who are kind of, I want to say dark, but I don't mean it in like a bad way. I just mean that they haven't, done the work on themselves and they're still kind of in their shadow side, they will tend to want to latch on to people who are of the light because they need that light. But what it does is it leaves you feeling drained and all of the emotions we talked about before, you can be resentful and like, oh, what is this? Why am I feeling this way? And if you think about the fact that we have been here many times before, at least I believe that we have. So if we have 60,000 thoughts a day, according to Deepak Chopra, we have at least 60,000 thoughts a day. 90% of those are about our past. So that means like 54,000 thoughts or sparks of energy from our past are being created energetically each day and they're building within us. So it's affecting us as a whole. And we've come here to learn lessons about love. And so we come here not only with our experiences from this lifetime, we come here with experiences from our past lifetimes. So we have, we felt intense emotion many times before. We've had crisis and drama many times before in past lives. I've worked with clients who come to me and we do a past life regression and they see themselves. I had a client who saw herself being murdered in a past life. 
I saw that for myself. I saw myself in a past life being literally stabbed in the back. And it didn't hurt going through the past life. I want to make that clear. But it showed me that I had a lot of trust issues and betrayal issues from that. We're carrying all of these energetic imprints with us. I've talked about this before, how the body has cellular memory. So all of these intense emotions and the things that have happened to us can kind of become trapped within us because the event is stored along with an energetic charge by our inner mind. So even though the past, even though the event may come and go, it still energetically stays with us. So you think about that when you come into contact with locations, with objects, and with people, and then your own energetic imprints. I mean, you're carrying around around a lot of stuff. And that sometimes develops into certain behavior patterns that we see in our lives. All the hurt that you have in your life is kind of recorded as unfinished business. And so we store the emotions and that affects the way we see and feel and interact with others. It's like when I talked about on a podcast a while back when I was talking with one of my guests and he said, it's like a smudge that's on your glasses. You can't see clearly out of your glasses when you have that big smudge there and it affects the way that you see everything out and around you because it's distorting your view it's smearing it and making it kind of hard to see and you're not seeing things clearly. That's kind of what's going on with all of these imprints. It's like it's distorting the way that we're perceiving things around us, which obviously if it's causing you to feel emotions that aren't really your own, that's distorting the way that you are feeling around certain people, around certain events. It also distorts the way we interact with people because I was talking to another client recently about communication and I said, you know, all of our, the sum of our experiences affect the way that we communicate with people and how we perceive someone else's communication. Sometimes we don't take things the way that they were meant because again, we're looking through that distorted lens, that fingerprint that's on the lens. It's making it hard for us to really see clearly and to see the truth, which is why It's so important to get a better understanding of what's going on. If we have a stored imprint, it means we didn't really fully understand the event that was happening to us at the time it occurred. Our higher self saves everything that happens, including the incomplete energetic experiences, for us to be able to look at it at another time so that we can examine it and really see how we were better able to put all the pieces together. But as long as we experience things we didn't completely understand, we continue to wear those imprints in our body today, no matter where in our past histories those have occurred. So spiritually understanding our lessons is often extremely difficult. And experiencing pain and fear are not why we came here. We came here to experience love in all its forms. But if we've experienced loneliness or heartache or separation and pain, we may develop a program that tells us that to love fully means that we have to suffer when that's not truly the case. So energy is activated and it's amplified when we interact with others. Those 
thoughts and emotions that have been imprinted on us, they act as catalysts. And that is why like people trigger us. That's why we get triggered because we already have those imprints there, just laying there dormant. We're going about our day. We don't realize we have these huge smudges on our glasses because we have so many smudges. We can't see clearly out of any lens anyway. And then someone says something to us that triggers the memory within us. Have you ever said to yourself, like, I don't know why I reacted that way. I know I have. There have been times when someone said one thing to me and I completely reacted in a way that was, I I was not expecting to react. And that person was not expecting me to react that way. And I didn't understand at the time why I reacted that way. But when we have feelings of abandonment, self-worth issues, trust issues, guilt, shame, any of those things, we really have to understand what is triggering that. And sometimes we can draw back to things that have happened in our past that have left imprints on us. But sometimes they lead to things we don't remember because they didn't happen to us in this lifetime. I cannot tell you how often our past lives are running the show because we're not even aware of the things that happened to us. It's crazy to think about that. And you think, why, why would that be the case? And I don't really know. I can't explain everything. I'm not like the most enlightened person out there. But what I can tell you is that a lot of our triggers don't even come from our current lives. They come from past lives. Of course, we do have some triggers that come from this lifetime. But we have to learn how to erase those energetic imprints to clear them. And that's essentially like taking the glass cleaner and the cloth and wiping off our glasses so we can see better. And a big part of that comes from releasing releasing the emotions that we're feeling and healing them and also clearing ourselves and clearing our surroundings. When we give energy to our thoughts and feelings, there's still some part of us that doesn't fully understand what's happening. So if you're feeling really emotionally over the top about something, it's because there's something there you're not really understanding. Because when we are in understanding, we realize that love is the only answer. And if you're not feeling that way, then that means there's some sort of fear there, a fear of the unknown. And the trigger of that is usually some underlying thing, like I'm afraid I'm going to be abandoned, I'm going to be rejected, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. It's that fear-based thinking that comes in. And the thing is, when we're in our higher selves, we don't have that ego, we don't have the fear. So we just look at something, we say, what would love do? And then it's like, oh, this is easy, I would do this. But our human minds cannot comprehend that as easily because our ego gets in the way and our ego just wants to make a mess of everything, like smudging up that lens all over the place. So we have to learn how to clean the lens, clear ourselves, and get rid of all of those underlying things. It is possible. And one of the ways that we can do that is to release the energetic imprints from our bodies And how we can do that is, number one, paying attention to our emotions and fully feeling them and experiencing them. You cannot heal if you don't feel what's happening to you because it's actually trying to teach you something. The other thing that we can do is we can clear that by doing things like EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique. 
what I love about this is it releases the underlying emotions that you don't even realize you have going on. But the thing is, most people think the one and done, like, okay, did a tapping, I'm good. You have to keep doing it. I like to think of the scale of zero to 10, like with zero being, I'm totally cool, I feel great. And 10 being, I'm a mess. Where are you? And on the scale, do the tapping. And then where do you feel on that scale? Where do you feel you are after your first tapping? You may only come down one point or two. That's okay. You keep doing it until you get to zero. And you've got to keep doing it because you're, you're bringing it up. It's kind of like when you, like they say, trudge a river or whatever. You bring up all the stuff from the bottom, all the crap, and it floats to the surface. But you've got to keep doing it and stirring it up and stirring it up or it won't come to the top. And that's absolutely what we're doing. Meditation can do the same thing. Hypnosis, hypnotherapy can do the same thing. So there are a lot of things that you can actually do to get rid of those imprints. Another thing you really need to do is to clear yourself and to clear your space. A couple of ways you can clear yourself. The first thing you can do is to sit, close your eyes, and put out the intention to the universe that you want to balance your energy and clear your energy. And imagine beautiful light coming down through you and just purifying your entire energy. You can do a a meditation. I have an energy clearing meditation on my YouTube channel that you can go and do, or you can just look one up on YouTube to just quickly clear yourself. The other thing is to sage or Palo Santo. Use either one of those two things and clear your space. You can clear yourself. You can burn it around you and ask, put the intention out there, clear myself, clear my space. Same thing with your house. And if you have any jewelry or anything you bought that you think may have an imprint on it, do the same thing, like smudge it and just say, clear this, clear this jewelry, clear this space. Just something very simple to clear. It's important because we carry around so much heavy energy anyway, and we really need to clear things so that we're not picking up anything unnecessary. I was actually just working with a client not too long ago who was talking about how she had all of these issues with depression, and when we got down to the nitty-gritty after working with her, I told her, I said, you're picking up a lot of energies that are not your own, and that's what's causing this. And it made a lot of sense to her. She said, oh, yeah, I never realized that I was an empath, but I knew that she, she was, and she was picking up everyone else's energy. So it's important for you to clear it. And again, you can do that very easily by doing the quick closing your eyes, clearing your energy by imagining cleansing energy washing down through you. You can do the energy clearing meditations I have on my YouTube channel. Any of those things will help. Smudging yourself, that also works. So whatever you feel more comfortable doing, it's important that you do it to make sure that your energy gets cleared each and every day. And of course, it's not a bad idea to go and have your energy cleaned professionally from time to time by getting Reiki done or um, sometimes doing the cord cuttings too can help you to clear away a lot of that energy that you're carrying around. So if you want to work with me to do a Reiki session, to do a cord cutting, you can do that. You can book a session with me through my website, melissaoatman.com. Or we can work one-on-one too. I have different one-on-one sessions. You can just go to my website and check all of that out. 
The main thing is making sure that you're doing things every single day that clears your energy because we carry around a lot without really realizing it. And the imprints that we come in contact with really do have an effect on us. And so it may explain why if you enter a room and suddenly your entire energy and mood changes, it's probably an imprint there. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you today. So the card that I pulled is actually from the teachings of Abraham Deck by Esther and Jerry Hicks. And it is my dominant intent to look for what I want to see. As you deliberately look for things to appreciate, praise, or enjoy, you achieve vibrational harmony with your own source and with all that is good. And then the powerful law of attraction brings more good things to you. You know, so many people really don't understand what manifesting is truly about. It is about much more than just saying, I want this thing. It's about making sure that every day in your life, you're reaching for better feeling thoughts because manifesting is all about a vibrational match. Are you a vibrational or energetic match to the thing you want? And you cannot be an energetic or vibrational match if you have low energy. When you're drained, it just isn't going to work. So one of the ways you can help to make sure that your energy isn't drained and isn't low, number one is by clearing your energy, but number two is by choosing to focus on good feeling thoughts. When we focus on the negative thoughts all of the time, it just drags us down. Manifesting is absolutely about learning how to shift your mindset. And if you want to know more about manifesting, I have created a free ebook called The Quick Guide to Manifesting Everything. Now, it's not every single tool you need for manifesting. However, it is a very good start on the basics of manifesting and how you can quickly start to do things every day that will help you get into the vibration of manifesting. So if you are interested in picking up this free ebook, I have been posting about it on my social media sites. So just go and look for those posts and there you will find a link. And I'll try to remember to put a link to it in the show notes as well. I have a link to my free Heart Chakra Healing Guided Meditation. So I'll try to remember to put the ebook link in there as well. But you can go there, click on it, sign up, and it will take you to the free ebook. And you can use it to help you try to shift your mindset so that manifesting becomes easier for you. Because the you know a lot of people are out there claiming like, oh, I have this one tip for manifesting everything and it'll work for you and the problem is there's a lot more to manifesting than a lot of people would have you believe it it is doable it's possible absolutely but there are some things that you have to understand about what manifesting is first and in this ebook i talk to you all about what manifesting actually is how it works and what are some of the things you need to do before you even start to manifest so, so that you're getting in the right mindset and the right vibration? All right, so check that out. And as always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. I appreciate all of you who've done that. Please share it with anyone you think might enjoy it. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 630 Central on Facebook where I do a free card reading if you show up for the live, I'll pull a card especially for you. And you can always watch the replay if you don't show up for the live. I know not everybody is in the same time zone, so it's not always possible. 
Also, if you want to join my monthly membership, Awaken Your Magic, we do a master class each month on topics ranging from things like manifesting to blasting through limiting beliefs to increasing self-confidence, um, releasing fear surrounding money. And we also do a group card reading each month and everything is done live through Zoom so you can actively participate and get the most out of it. And in the group card reading, you get to pick a topic that we dive into to give you more information about. And it's a lot of fun. And then throughout the month, I give you free tools to use just to help you kind of up-level spiritually and just live a happier and more abundant life. So if you're interested in that, go and check that out on my website. It's again, Awaken Your Magic. It's a monthly membership. You can cancel it at any time. We are having a lot of fun over there. I highly encourage you to check it out. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. As always, I so appreciate each and every one of you. I hope that you're having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. And I am sending you so much love and light. And I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.